listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome, everybody, to Earth Oddity Podcast, another late edition of the show. But it's not like we're just not doing the show. Right. You're still getting your show. It's like a surprise. You never know when we're when you're going to have a podcast coming out. <laughs> yeah. You know, we do hope to get back to a regular schedule. It's just been crazy. Uh, this past Sunday, my son had a bit of a cough and a cold, and I just wanted to because I care. <laughs> Here's what happened. Like I told you via text, yeah. I would have said yes and came on over. Mm-hmm. I didn't care. But I had laid my phone down in the seat next to me at Sunday school. Deidre picked it up when she walked in after me, Uh-oh. put it on the seat next to her. You text like right at the beginning of Sunday school. And she read it and passed it to me and gave me a look like, I don't think you should go. You know? <laughs> yes, because I told John, I was like, look, Josiah's got a little bit of a cough. I can all the studio. And we can. Meet, I wouldn't have even cared about that. Or we can do an internet show, or we can just meet later yeah, on. In I the was week. not going to do an internet show. <laughs> internet shows are. I terrible. didn't even entertain that option. <laughs> uh, are we going to? Because as I say, you've texted me before, mm-hmm. and it's like showed up on my phone or showed up on like before I figured out how to keep my text from showing up on my son's iPad. It would show up on <laughs> right, his iPad. Yes. Are we going to have to do like WhatsApp <laughs> I don't to know. keep our wives out of the loop? <laughs> well, what it turned out was is that then it became, well, hey, since you don't have to do the podcast, in my mind, I was thinking NFL football all afternoon, baby. <laughs> yes. And they was like, why don't we go get something to eat at like Mr. G's and then we can go get Operation Shoebox, whatever that's called, <laughs> stuff at the Dollar Tree, which Every Christian in Tuscaloosa County was at the Dollar Tree in Northport getting uh, Operation Christmas Child stuff. For yeah. their kid. It was packed out. One register up there, just <laughs> that lady was fighting for her life, you know, yeah. against a horde of people. And uh, so that's what that turned into. Huh. And then we had to pack all of them and everything and get ready to ship them off. So I think they, are they do Sunday. Yeah, they are. We took ours back say, we Sunday haven't night. E- we haven't done any of ours. Uh, we're, we're early on ours. Nice. It's actually sent some extra supplies because my mm-hmm. eyes were bigger than my shoebox. So <laughs> I got you. I put the important stuff in there, like soap and all that. Yeah, yeah. Tara, she had set aside uh, my father-in-law. He loves to do yard sales. He takes sure. them very serious. Yes, he does. <laughs> very serious. <laughs> he there. plans them for months. I'm, I'm, a little weird, just to be honest. <laughs> well, Tara had a box of Operation Christmas Child toys mm. that she was like, okay, the kids don't want these anymore. I don't think they're really going to, they're not going to bring in the cash at the yard right. sale. We're going to put these into Operation Christmas Child sure. boxes. Well, uh, she told me. Because we can't even buy the orphans new toys. <laughs> exactly. These toys are better. <laughs> uh, anyway, so my father-in-law, my ter- uh, Tara, she told me today that he puts this Operation Christmas Child box in the yard sale anyway. And then when it doesn't sell, he donated it to Goodwill. <laughs> so now we have to go out well, and buy. Because that's what that's really what's going to teach these poor kids in sure. third world countries that Jesus loves them, is yes. opening up a, a pack of pencils yeah. and maybe like a Ghostbusters a eraser topper. The cheapest Dollar Tree toy <laughs> yes. we can find. Well, as I 
alluded to, I almost got a divorce prior to this podcast <laughs> to coming over here. So Deidre's frazzled because Deidre had to take Ollie to basketball tryouts last right. night. And normally Monday night is Deidre's night to chill out. Mm-hmm. And I, Hudson and I have scouts, and uh, she stays at home, watches Bachelor or Dancing with the Stars, whatever comes on. Mm-hmm. Well, last night, Ollie had to go to ba- upward basketball evaluations because he wants to play basketball. Mm-hmm. And so she had to take him to that. So that's He's really good whole... at NFL, NBA 2K. Right. So what's to stop sure, him from exactly. making it? Yeah, yeah. no. Well, and who knows? Maybe he's like going to be great at it, and then we'll adopt him. You know, <laughs> that's what it takes. <laughs> yeah, no. you got it worked out in the blind side. You know, <laughs> it worked out in the blind side. It did. But anyways, so uh, so she was all out of whack. So tonight was going to be your night to chill out, and I was like, "Hey, remember doing the podcast Uh-oh. with Tiny?" Okay. So that made her a little stressed, but I was like, we were cooking dinner, we're doing all that stuff, and and it, you text me, hey, ready whenever you are. Oh, no. And I text back just a bit, and then Libby comes downstairs complaining about her throat hurting. That happened like that. Oh, all right? No. Libby is... Real quick, time yeah. out. Do not tell Tara no, no, no. that Libby's throat is no. sore. <laughs> Libby is a faker and has, okay. <laughs> has been a faker her whole life, but she will fake... So much so that Deidre cannot take it. You uh-huh. know, like me, I'm like, well, your throat's hurting now, but I heard you like 10 minutes ago dancing in your room. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I'm not, I, it's not a priority for me. Call me when you bleed or something, you know? <laughs> right. Well, anyways, so Deidre gets frustrated about that. So then I'm taking Deidre upstairs to tell her goodbye. And we had to put trash can. No, <laughs> nothing like that. I would, I'd have been over here quicker if that was the case. <laughs> oh, no, she just texted me. Do I need to get you a pillow and blankets? Are you going to need the couch? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Uh, <laughs> he thought for a minute. <laughs> I'm. We had I, the bathroom trash cans downstairs. So it's trash night, in case mm-hmm. you forgot. So I was getting all that done, too, you know, pulling my weight as husband of the year. And uh, sorry. It's fine. <laughs> so anyways... uh. I'm telling her, like, look, Libby is clearly faking, you know, like, yeah. don't let her get to you. And oh, by the way, about to go do the podcast <laughs> yeah, again. And we're in the bathroom where Ollie had just taken a shower. Of course, left his towel laying around, dirty underwear and everything. Well, he had put the shower curtain, not just the plastic part, but the actual fancy part in the shower with him. So oh, it was no. soaking wet. So I got the idea because he was like, we can't let it drip in the floor. Mm-hmm. which I, I thought that was like in my mind, I was like, that's the best option. And so I'm like, okay, well, what if we just pull it up a little bit and like loop it over the top and let, and it, let it drip down. dry, right? Let it drip dry. And she's Genius. like, that's still going to drip in the floor, John. Like I was an idiot, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, well, okay. All right. So our only other option is to either take the whole thing down or to flip it on over. And she's like, yeah, flip it on over. Yeah. So I flip it on over, of course, because we're like rocket science. <laughs> the whole shower curtain like comes off the rod. The oh, rod's no. still up there because it was like a little C loop. You yes. Know? And so I flip it on over. It just gravity takes over. <laughs> and it falls down. And my wife, who's an angel, and I love her. And she's really one of the most honestly godly women in the world. 
Sometimes just not. <laughs> dropped an F bomb. I mean, like out of the clouds it came, like echoing off the tile of the bathroom floor. Yeah. And that's when I knew it's going to be a little bit before I get to the podcast. <laughs> right. I'll get there right. as soon as I can get there. And so then I'm, I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to take it and flip the whole thing around so it's still hanging from the inside like we had originally planned. And then that became to what are you doing? Why are you doing that and everything? And I was uh-huh. finally like, look, Deidre, I can leave this house right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I will leave to go do the podcast. And then I will you don't even have to let me back in here. I'll never come right. back. I'm like, I will just, I will leave. You'll never have to bother. And then I pull my classic, I'm sorry for trying to help. You know, like, I, you know what I should have done is just walked out with it laying in the floor and been like, this is your issue to deal with. I'm sorry. I'm such a good husband that I decided to help you with this. Oh, and man. Of course, she's getting madder and madder. <laughs> and finally, I just get it all hung back up while she's by that time. I think she was so mad she couldn't holler at me, you know? <laughs> right. So she had called all the kids up and was pointing out things that all of them had wrong in their room, you know, like oh, just dang. taking it out on there. I'm like, sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I get for trying to help. Now y'all, y'all are catching shrapnel in this war. You know, y'all are innocent bystanders. And I get to leave. Yeah. And I'm about to walk out of this thing. <laughs> But I get it fixed. I take the the actual shower curtain off and just hang it up. And like I will deal with putting it back yeah. together when I get home later on tonight. Don't worry about it. And then I'm like, "Hey, babe, sorry. You know, I like lost my cool." She's like, "I lost my cool too." And I'm like, "All right, everything cool?" She's like, "Yeah." I was like, I'm going tiny. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm going to tiny. So I fill up my water cup. I'm gone. She's like, "Okay." So all right. Now, uh, but anyways. I was, she was, I think we were both ready to leave each other for about a minute and 45 seconds. And it's all Ollie's fault. <laughs> it's all Ollie's <laughs> for not, because we had told you a million times. That's what started. She was already mad at Libby, and then she saw that thing was wet, and that just sent her over the moon. And then when it fell in, uh-huh. uh, she she was ready to kill anybody, and I was just there. And then she started acting like I was dumb, and that made me mad. Like, up until the point yes. where she was acting like I was dumb on an idea we both had together that didn't work because <laughs> we didn't think it through. <laughs> yes. Admittedly, I was in a hurry trying to get over here. Let me ask you a quick question, because it's this way for me. Yeah. Like, you know, growing up and being a guy and having guy friends, and we constantly tear each other down. That's how sure. we are. It's, it's like we are constantly trying to find out the weakest link sure. so we can eliminate that person. This <laughs> crushing man. Yes. What that does is that builds up your resiliency sure. to criticism. Sure. But for me, it's like from other guys. Yeah. No, like no. my wife, Look, she can say one I little know. thing and it just, Kills me. I it know. just completely emasculates. Like you can call me an idiot, and you can say all this tar- terrible stuff about me, and it just bounces it right. like water off a duck's back. It don't bother me. Yeah. But Tara can say one thing, like you don't know what you're talking about, you don't know what you're doing, and immediately I am just. I know it hurts. <laughs> yeah. You're like you're supposed to be in my corner. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like that's how I felt in that moment, and that's why I was backed into a corner. Mm-hmm. She had backed me into that corner. Instead of helping me fight my way out of it, she chose to attack me. And so I had to fight back. <laughs> yeah. And 
with a threat to leave our family permanently. I may have escalated a little more than necessary. Straight to DEFCON 5. Right. And that's that's on me. I'll admit that. I'm not perfect. I'm open to error and criticism. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll have a talk about it, which is good. We always do, you know. Mm-hmm. It's fine. She's not. I've done way worse than that, but that just <laughs> happened like all at one time, and I was like about just to die. ten minutes ago. Yeah, I didn't point out. She pointed out that her her night's been ruined. Blah blah blah. I didn't tell her about for the last month. Monday night I went to scouts. Tuesday night I took Ollie to taekwondo. Wednesday night I took Libby <laughs> to dance. While well, she didn't do nothing, you know, <laughs> right? Didn't say nothing about that. Just kept that one in my back pocket. <laughs> You know, that'll come out later. That, yeah, no, if we get into it tonight, because <laughs> she didn't get to watch Dancing with the Stars and she had DVR. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah, get it. She, wants, she wants to relax. I get it. And I'm leaving here and she's going to have to get kids to bed. I get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. I'm not insensitive. <laughs> I, don't, I don't act like I'm stupid. Okay. We had the same idea and it didn't work out. I right. may be stupid, but don't call me that. <laughs> If I would have done that on my own and she was like, that was a dumb idea, I'd have been like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. But she was in on it, too. She was in on the discussion. It was like, no, yeah, let's just flip it on over. Actually had her hand up there helping me for a little bit. I was like, I got it. You know, don't worry. I got it, baby. Uh, Well, how about some weird news? (laughs) Man, I'm sorry. I I had to get all that off my chest. You can cut every bit of it out. I got several good stories. We're going to talk about Jesus being woke, okay. in case you forgot. We've got a flatulent story and a Demi Lovato story again, All back right. in the news. So. <laughs> okay. Well, I have a story about a man's body being donated to science. I have a story about California parents raising the wrong baby. But I want to start with this one. Broken toilet means SpaceX crew is stuck using diapers. <laughs> okay. NASA astronaut Megan MacArthur described the situation as suboptimal. <laughs> <laughs> Which that sounds like an astronaut you're talking to. <laughs> that is how an astronaut would describe sure. having to wear diapers. So, yeah, that's true. They're probably very uh I bet you astronauts party like super hard, <laughs> but then like when it's time to be straight laced, they're as straight laced as you can get. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, you're both edges of the knife, I guess. Like the 90s movie Rocket Man. I haven't ever seen it. Oh, man. I haven't ever seen it. Is that Homer Hickam? Uh, is that, yeah, well, if he's the one that, uh, you know what? I don't know who that guy is. I've seen him in a few things. He does a lot of funny impressions. Anyway. <laughs> Somebody Google that for me. Homer Hickam is the kid who made a rocket. He was like from West Virginia. Oh, I thought you were talking about the actor. I think he was from West Virginia. All right. I cannot. Okay, fine. I'm distracted. I'm distracted (laughs) because Hudson sent me a text, told me to send him some old country music when I get a chance. I'm sorry. Some mountain music, you might say. I mean, it brought a tear to my eye that my son is exploring all kind of music genres. Also, I should I should mention this movie Rocket Man was a Disney film. <laughs> it was not the uh the Elton John movie that came out. It was in Homer 2007. Hickam. Homer No, that that can't be right either. Homer Hickam's movie was October Sky. Okay. 1997. Okay. It was directed by Stuart Gilliard, never heard of him. Starred Harlan Williams, Jessica Lundy, and William Sadler. 
Harlan Williams. Yeah, you're right. Yes, that's the dude. Okay, anyway, it's a kid's movie. It's pretty funny. It's a pretty funny movie. In that movie, he's like a computer nerd who gets uh, recruited by NASA to be on the first mission to Mars because he was the guy who designed the software for the Mars lander. Anyway, there's a part in the movie where he's at a bar and they're partying and he gets like in trouble later. This story, though, is about astronauts who uh, was drove cross-country wearing diapers to shoot their husband or something. Yes, that's lover. Right. Yes. Suboptimal. Yeah, suboptimal. <laughs> but no, it's not even that story. This is about astronauts who will depart the International Space Station early as this uh, in this weekend, but they will be stuck using diapers on the way home because their capsule's broken toilet. Man. Space flight is full of lots of little challenges, she said during a news conference from orbit. This is just one more that we'll encounter and we'll take we'll take during we'll have to do during our mission, so we're not too worried about it. Mission managers could decide later Friday whether to bring MacArthur and her three crewmates back in their SpaceX capsule before launching their replacements. That launch already has been delayed more than a week by bad weather and an undisclosed medical issue involving one of the crew. Mm-mm. French astronaut Thomas Pasque told reporters that the past six months have been intense up there. The astronauts conducted a series of spacewalks to upgrade the station's power grid, endured inadvertent thruster firings by docked Russian vehicles that sent the station into brief spins and hosted private Russian film crew a space station first. We didn't even talk about that, but did yeah. you know the the Russian uh, vehicle that was docked with it? Like the thrusters just started firing yeah, and like right, sent no. the whole space station. Yeah, into got it off a course. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then they got it fixed. And They're like, "Oops, hey, sorry." <laughs> but then it happened again. Yeah, right. <laughs> they did it again. <laughs> we got a bug in the system, guys. <laughs> anyway, uh, they also had to deal with a toilet leak, which I imagine a toilet leaking in space is a bad bad yeah. deal. Uh, putting up panels in their SpaceX capsule and then discovering pools of urine, which uh, I guess would be little orbs. <laughs> that's what I think around. you see how water does when it's in no yeah. gravity. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the problem was first noted during SpaceX private flight in September when a tube came unglued and then spilled urine beneath the floorboards. Uh, what do we do with Elon? <laughs> come on yeah, now. Come home, bud. <laughs> I was going to buy a Cybertruck, but now I'm not so sure. I need to get all the kinks worked out. Uh, SpaceX fixed the toilet on the capsule uh, waiting liftoff, but deemed that the one in orbit is unusable. So, I mean, they can't fix it in space. Right. But how long does it take to get from the space station back home? Yeah, I was wondering that, too. Like, Like, can you not just go (laughs) before you leave and then just make it home without, you know, like driving home from the beach or whatever? I think that would be the optimal thing to do. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) And also, the no gravity situation in a diaper doesn't seem ideal either. You know, like. I mean, you better fasten it tight. Yeah, I guess so. You got to tie a bad boy up. I don't know. That's It raises a lot of problems. Yes. I hate it for them. Hate it for them, but they got to be in space. That's an all time great thing. So, yeah, I would wear a diaper to go to space. Would you? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, if tomorrow you know they like pull it up here in the neighborhood. We're like, we need two guys to go to space. I would volunteer and you would volunteer, and they would be like, All right, you got to wear a diaper the whole time. Would you I do it? I don't think they would put me in space. Yeah, no, they, me I, either. <laughs> they would be looking for someone who is uh, 
Yeah, I mean, they got to pay by the kilogram to get stuff up there, John. No, I'll say they, don't, they wouldn't put me up there because I'm a guy who will flip a shower curtain over and it will <laughs> fall off. And I didn't even consider the possibility that that might happen. Well, I got to tell you, John, in space, that shower curtain would not have failed. Oh, that's a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bring it up to date. <laughs> if been, we were in space, it would have been fine. <laughs> we would have been good to go. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I hate that for old Elon, you know. Harlan Williams, by the way, in Half Bake, one of all time my favorite movies it's of all time. It's a funny movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Starring Dave Chappelle. Yes, a young Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yes, that was before he hit it big. Yeah, that was, I think, I remember seeing him talk about how, mm-hmm. like, they were just broke as a joke when they were writing that movie and everything, and it just blew up. So let's talk about another star, Demi Lovato. We've become the world's leader in Demi Lovato news. I can't believe I let it happen on my watch. <laughs> Hand up. That's, that's on me. <laughs> we had a story a few weeks ago about Demi. And I don't remember what it was about, <laughs> but I know we talked about her, right? Well, did you just misgender her? Oh, yeah. We talked about them. Them. Yeah. We did talk about them. Yes. yes. Right. Demi and them. <laughs> oh, Demi and them. I believe the story was she That's said wrong. Alien I should have was... done that. She wants to be called them. I can call her de- them. Right. Yeah. It's the least you could do yeah, for all right. she's done for us. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, she thought that using the word aliens was disrespectful and racist towards okay. aliens. There you go. Yes. You have so, to call them extraterrestrials, which I like to think we're all terrestrial evenly. Sure. <laughs> no right. one's extra. <laughs> <laughs> Demi Lovato, noted scholar, promotes lizard war videos at Hub for QAnon. <laughs> okay. So Demi Lovato has become a paid promoter for a new age conspiracy theory website, directing their fans to a video platform filled with hoaxes about sinister aliens, vaccines, world spanning cabals and reptilian overlords. And I want to stop right here, interject a little bit of uh, editorial comments all those things are 100% true. Okay. <laughs> right. Everybody knows that who's spent any time on the internet. And we're not going to do your research for you. Yeah, you can go find all this. <laughs> Ask for Demi when you get there. On Gaia.com. <laughs> Enter code they, them. <laughs> Lovato, who uses they, them pronouns, <laughs> announced last week that they have become an ambassador for a streaming video site. You, How did you pronounce it? Gaia? Gaia, yes. Okay, while well, Gaia's video collections also include yoga videos, which is Satanist. Everybody <laughs> knows that. Uh, Lovato made clear that their focus is on the site's conspiratorial content. Thrilled to be a at We Are Gaia ambassador Lovato wrote in an Instagram post to their to their 118 million followers. It's a lot of followers. It is a lot. It's a, a stunning yeah. amount of followers. Right. Is it a cons- considering their content? Well, I was say, is it a conspiracy if 118 million people know about it? I mean, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Like, at what point does it become fact? Just right. by the mere. Everyone just hive minds it into fact. Hmm. Um, Understanding the world around us, the known and the unknown is so exciting to me. 
Lovato said, Lovato's endorsement of Gaia's content about the unknown marks a new effort to push conspiracy theory thinking into the mainstream, this time with Lovato's fan base. As for the singer, it offers a chance for her to make money for they them to make money from streaming video subscriptions. Hmm. So it goes on to talk about how guys got all kind of stuff. QAnon, of course, is on there because it has to be. Well, I mean, it's because they won't let it be anywhere else. Conspiracy is their thing. So, yeah. Well, they blocked it off all the other <laughs> platforms, so they had to go to Gaia. I would say Demi Lovato pushing you know, QAnon conspiracy theories may be a little clickbaity. I think this is just a, this is a streaming service for all the for crazy whatever. alien docs and I guess just anything conspiracy, paranormal, new age. Is it going to turn into thing. the new live leak? I don't think so. Okay. I think it's more Netflix for your weird cousin that gotcha. lives in their parents' basement. Got a all into poster. Yeah. yeah, I got you. The I be- yeah, the I believe poster, the sure. Fox Mulder. Yeah. X-Files thing, yeah. that's. I think that's what this is. So, yeah, I think the headline is a little clickbaity. Oh, yeah? Okay. And for anyone who doesn't know what Gaia is, if you just go to YouTube and watch a couple UFO videos, yeah. you will be inundated with ads <laughs> for 24 hours trying to get you to sign up. So, okay. Yeah. I hadn't I hadn't watched a lot of U, UFO content in a long time. Oh. Yeah, it's a... Uh, you know what I mean... The thing about okay, here's the thing about UFO, alien, whatever. Like, it's it. There is so much bullcrap that it makes it hard sure. to even believe when the the government comes out and says, uh, "Yeah, there's sometimes there's some stuff flying around." Yeah, we're not 100 percent sure what it is. Yeah, we don't know. Could yeah. be. Could could be. Wow. But there's just so. But there's just so much crap out there. Sure. That you can't even. It's hard to even take the. The data seriously, sure. When you've got just all kinds of junk on there, that's obviously fake and stupid. Well, I will say it's all entertaining. Sure, <laughs> all of it's entertaining. Well, here's how they got you, Tony. Right now, they got you defending Demi, going this is a little clickbaity or whatever. <laughs> that's how, that's what they got you doing. That's what the elites want you to do. <laughs> you know, to keep people from going there. To find out the real truth about okay. our reptilian overlords. Okay. They got me. Yeah, that's how they get you. They, they're they discrediting Demi, who's out there peddling truth, really, when it comes down to it. They don't want us to know about it. So yeah. they're linking her to QAnon and all this stuff. Because they don't want you to know there's a spot out there where you can find out mm-hmm. about how pyramids used to be spaceships. Yeah. Yeah. I just think your five dollars would be better spent on an Earth Oddity <laughs> Patreon sure. subscription. Absolutely, yes. That's that's probably the best thing you can do. Yeah, yeah. Great Christmas gift, by the way. We need to start plugging some Christmas. <laughs> that's true. Advertising, you know, for a spouse or a loved one. Mm-hmm. Man, talk about brightening their day up. I know. Listen to my marriage fall apart week by week. Save ten percent and sign up for the whole year. Sure. That's a deal. Yeah. What? It's a great deal. That's like a Christmas present for every week of the year in 2022. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um. Well, anyways, Demi, more power to you. Hopefully, she'll come on the podcast. Hopefully, this, they will come on the podcast. They, them. Yeah, I need help with that. I'm not intentionally doing that either. 
I'm not intentionally doing that. I would I, also like to point out, I think at, right after I got done chastising you, I think that's the least we could do after all she did for us. <laughs> <laughs> so I need some help, too. I, open invitation. It's weird. Uh, yeah. This is new. I mean, yeah, it is. Well, hey, hey, I don't have a problem embracing change, but you got to help me walk through the change. <laughs> yes. Not going to be perfect right away. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Oh, but I'm trying. Uh-huh. Okay. Look, so that, okay, invitation look, to they, them. I am 40 years old. Yeah. My entire life, yeah. boys had penises, girls had vaginas. Yes. And now it's different. It's different. So it's, it's, it's a huge change for me. Big, big time. Yeah. <laughs> big time. <laughs> I've always referred to people by either two sets of pronouns. Yes. That was it, really. Uh-huh. And so you got to give me some adjustment time here and a little bit of grace. That's all I'm asking for. I'll get it down. <laughs> I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings, you know? <laughs> so open invitation to they, them to come on the show. If yeah. anybody knows her, let her know. That <laughs> I would love knows for them. Her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> If anybody knows they, <laughs> yeah, tell them to come on and and we could sit down and chop it up with them, with them, <laughs> with yes. they, with they. I don't. I mean, yeah. That's what I need to know is about proper term usage, like tense usage, how to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm confused on that too, and not being good at English also. <laughs> Right. You hear me talking, you're like, English is definitely your second language. <laughs> okay, well, John, check this out. California parents sue after getting another couple's embryo. This is a bizarre story. Okay. I was kind of skimming it before we came in here, but <clears throat> check this out. Two California couples gave birth to each other's babies after a mix-up at a fertility clinic and then spent months, we don't know how many, but plural, months, Raising children that weren't theirs before swapping the infants. Wow. So even Stephen. This would be a really hilarious 80s comedy. I know. You know? I know. Seems like uh, like Benny Hill was the doctor, <laughs> you know? And he gets well, like yeah. the little bracelets mixed Yackety up. Yakety sacks. <laughs> yes. Mixing babies around. He's trying, to, he's trying to switch the babies back without the parents finding sure. out. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I think that's Daphna Cardinal said that she and her husband, Alexander, had immediate suspicion that the girl she gave birth to in late 2019 wasn't theirs because the child had a darker complexion than they did. Okay. Not wanting to be labeled a racist, they suppressed (laughs) their doubts because they fell in love with the baby and they trusted in the in vitro fertilization process. And their doctors, Daphna, had said, uh, learning months later that they had been pregnant with another couple's baby and that another woman had been carrying her child and caused enduring trauma, she said. I mean, they wanted to believe the science, right? Of course. You got to trust the science. Yes. yes, you do. Quote, I was overwhelmed by feelings of fear, betrayal, anger, and heartbreak, she said during a news conference with her husband announcing the lawsuit. Quote, I was robbed of the ability to carry my own child. I never had the opportunity to grow and bond with her during pregnancy and to feel her kick. Mm. Which now I never got to 
I didn't get any of that either. <laughs> I didn't get any That's of that a crazy thing. Like people are like, why do kids like their moms better? And you're like, well, they got a nine month head start on us. You know, <laughs> yeah. they already knew them, and they just pop out the end, and you're standing there like some slump. You know, I mean, credit to me that I was able to overcome that and become my kid's parent's sure. favorite anyway. Sure, <laughs> I'm not. Libby did <laughs> declare me her favorite one time, but she's a little wishy washy. Gotcha. Anyway, the Cardinals' complaint accuses the Los Angeles-based California Center of Reproductive Health and its owner, Dr. Elrin Moore, of medical malpractice, breach of contract, negligence, and fraud, and demands that a jury trial, uh, they demand a jury trial and they seek unspecified damages. Because, I mean, that's what's going to fix this is money, right? Sure, right. (laughs) Um. The two other parents who were involved in the mix-up wish to remain anonymous, and they plan a similar lawsuit in the coming days, according to attorney Adam Wolf, who represents all four parents. The lawsuit claims that CCRH mistakenly implanted the other couple's embryo into the mother, and then they transferred the cardinal's embryo uh, made from the Daphne's egg and Alexander's sperm into the other woman. The babies, both girls, were born a week apart in September 2019. So at least, I mean, that's handy. Yeah. I mean, you get the wrong baby and then you switch back. At least you don't have to go take all the pink clothes back sure. and get blue that's clothes. True. That does save a little bit. <laughs> yes. You go to now, they're not in the South, so they don't have to worry about monograms, you know? <laughs> yeah. Probably. But that could be a huge headache. What about the names? Like, yeah, do they keep the other couple's? Like, yeah, like you name my kid. <laughs> like, like, okay, let's for the sake of argument, John, sure. Let's say that we both went to the fertility clinic to get in vitro fertilization. Sure, and I ended up with your baby, right. and you ended up with my baby. But you had named what would you name your baby girl? Livy. Uh, no, 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 this is this <laughs> is number kidding. four. This is number four. I would name her Livy too, Livy okay. Junior. No, I don't know. And I would have named my daughter Knickknack, <laughs> but now we got to switch back. Sure. Do I you name Livy the second? Livy two Knickknack. I don't know. <laughs> That's a tough saying? one. They're already used to their name. It's like a dog. You get a dog. It's already yeah. named. You can't just go changing it, Man. can you? Uh, the Cardinals, including their young daughter, fell in love with the child, and they were terrified that she would be taken away from them, the complaint said. All the while, Alexander and Daphna did not know the whereabouts of their own embryo, and they were terrified that another woman had been pregnant with their child, which was that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, and their child was out in the world somewhere without them. The babies were swapped back in January, so even Stephen. Yeah, Sure. <laughs> Mix-up like this are exceedingly rare, but not unprecedented. In 2019, a couple from Glendale, California, which is the same year that this happened, yeah. uh, sued a separate fertility clinic, claiming that their embryo was mistakenly implanted in a New York woman who gave birth to their son, as well as a second baby boy uh, belonging to another couple. A wolf whose firm specializes in fertility case- cases called for greater oversight over IVF clinics. These case highlights an industry in desperate need of federal regulation. Wow. Breaking the news to their older daughter, who's now seven, the doctors made a mistake and that the new baby wasn't actually her sister was the hardest thing that she's ever had to do, she says. My heart wow. breaks for her, perhaps the most. That's, I mean, <laughs> you've gotten really had it that hard. You know, if that's the hardest thing you've had to do is tell a seven-year-old. That, I guess seven-year-old that your sister's not your sister. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, since the mix-up came to light, both babies have been returned to their biological families, and all four parents have made an effort to stay in each other's lives there and forge go. a larger family. Sure. Uh, they were just as much in love with our biological daughter as we were with theirs, yeah. Alexander said. So, bizarre story. I well, tell you what. I mean, again, like, you've got this baby, and you're like, you know, this baby's a little darker than I thought it would be. But I love the baby anyway. Sure, love it. Yeah, and several months goes on, and it's like, oh, now we got to switch. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, I'm I'm glad you you caught it early. Imagine, imagine how awkward it would be to take that kid in. You don't know them. You don't know like what soothes them, pacifies Mm -hmm. them. You know, you have no connection with them, and they're like, oh, here, here you go. Yeah, that's what being a foster parent's like. So there you go, (laughs) Tiny. I'm a hero. Credit to me for that. Because I'm a, I'm able to do that, yeah. so credit to me. Um, I've, I got to give a shout out, and I didn't want to give it at the beginning of the show because I want to make sure they listen to more than the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Some people who work with me at our Brent location okay. were like, "We love your podcast. You need to give us a shout out." And so I told them I would, and I'm a man of my word. So this is Skylar and Felicity and Elena, maybe Donna. I would be surprised if Donna actually listens, and. Um, Wee J and Elaine and uh, Zyler. There, thank you for listening to the podcast. If you actually do, I will know now because <laughs> right. you'll be like, You've never given me a shout out, and I can say, Yes, I did. The code word is waffle sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is from Yahoo, but it has a Fox News thing on it. So I don't know if it's Fox News via Yahoo. That's probably what it is. It's fair and balanced as much as Yahoo will allow them to be, I guess. Mm -hmm. All right. Texas Democrat candidate Matthew Dowd says Jesus today would be accused of being woke. Hmm. A former Bush campaign advisor who is running as a Democrat in Texas's lieutenant governor race said Sunday that Jesus Christ today would be declared woke by conservatives. Matthew Dowd, who is seeking his party's nomination to take on the Republicans, Dan Patrick, not of ESPN Sports Center fame, Dan Patrick, um, said he came to the realization in church that today's wokeness is just another term for human decency. As I sat in church today, I was thinking that if Jesus, first of all, not paying attention to the sermon. Yeah, I just want to point that out. Not paying attention to the sermon. That if Jesus was here today, he would be accused of being woke, he tweeted. How about we just say it is human decency to treat all with respect and dignity and that it is constitutional to say all men and women are equal. Lovely service at church today at Chapel in the Hills in Wimberley, he wrote in an earlier tweet. Let your joy be in your journey, not in some distant goal. Let us each find joy in meaning and service with compassion and respect of others. It is there that happiness resides. Dowd, who's a former ABC News political analyst and an advisor to George W. Bush's 2000 presidential campaign, Oh, and he also became the chief strategist for Bush's 2004 re-election campaign. And so he's got some credibility. I don't mm-hmm. know what flipped him to the Democrats. Trump. 
Probably so. <laughs> yeah, was Trump. What <laughs> uh, after what he did to Jeb? To yes. low energy Jeb. That's what caused him to flip. So it goes on to talk about how James Carville. Everybody around here knows who James Carville is. LSU fan and political strategist who's been over the hill for about the past eight election cycles, but they put him on TV because he's got a Louisiana accent and he's entertaining. <laughs> um, blamed all the recent midterm losses on stupid, quote-unquote, stupid wokeness by right. the Democratic Party. So maybe he's saying this guy's like going, no, no, Jesus would be woke. Hmm. What are your thoughts on that, Tiny? Uh, you know what? I don't think you can really pigeonhole Jesus. That's a very good point. <laughs> into, you know, like like people say Jesus was a socialist. Sure. I mean, I, I suppose you could make the argument that in like your private life, he he wanted people to share sure be- their belongings and yeah. stuff like that. I don't but, think he but, endorsed a, the government doing it. Yes. Right? Yeah. Jesus was a revolutionary, but not a political revolutionary. Right. When he was put on trial, he said, my kingdom is not of this world. He was constantly focused on the kingdom of God yeah. and what was to come. Not in, because there was, there's one passage where there was a group of people, they wanted to take him and make him king right then. Yeah. So it, potentially, I don't know how that would have worked out with, I mean, the, the Romans had a very impressive army, but Jesus being the son of God. Sure. <laughs> you got to give the well, uh, point. He could have he could have become the king right. if he wanted to. That was not his aim. No, I agree. Yeah. And uh, Jesus didn't really endorse any political ethos. Right. I guess. Uh, the closest thing you could say is he's definitely in favor of a monarchy. You know? <laughs> yeah. Down him. Yeah, him. Yes. He's, he's going to be the one. <laughs> Hate to break it to you, but not Jesus yet. is definitely a, mo- a monarchist. Yeah, you know? just just not now. Just not right now. And <laughs> hey, when he comes back, he's not going to be as friendly as y'all think he was. You know? Yeah. Or, I just will say a little bit of a personality change there. A whole different set of circumstances. <laughs> uh, I mean, he might just will be ready. He's not going to come back, you know, singing Kumbaya and mm-hmm. prepare yourself for that. I mean, I hate if you don't believe, that's fine. You you certainly have that choice. But as Tiny and I believe, one day you're going to be down on the knee going, hey, guess what? I guess I was wrong, you know? Let me ask the question. This guy said uh, being woke was just treating people with, with, decency. with decency. Right. What is what is being woke, John? Like, can I we even define it? I don't know that, that you can put a definition Because, see, on. here's the thing. I'm all for treating people you know, with decency. Sure. And and you know what? I'll do my best to call people what they want to be called. But I think where the problem with, you know, in air quotes here, wokeism, because I mean, what do you even, what do you even right. explain that is? The problem is when you want to cancel Dave Chappelle because he tells jokes that you don't like. Sure. When you want to shut down free speech. I agree. When you want to take chase off the Paul patrol because he's a police dog. <laughs> that is it's stuff like that, that, right. I, that I'm, I'm not now. Look, it's not making me angry. I'm not going down to city hall and holding up a sign, not posting on Facebook about it. I just think it's a little ridiculous. You know, yeah. I think it would do everybody good to just take a deep breath and step back and be like, Hey, you know what? We can all just, just calm down. Well, yeah, here's you the know? thing. We have made it, really, I guess social media has made it, number one, where everybody has a voice, which isn't as good as we thought it would be originally, you know? (laughs) To be honest with you, some people shouldn't be able to talk, all right? But 
we've created ourselves into these bubbles to where that any idea that doesn't coincide with our own mm-hmm. offends us so much that we don't know how to respond outside of attacks. Right. I blame the algorithm, the sure, algorithm yeah. for that because they when want you, you to interact with things you enjoy because exactly. they're going to sell your data and advertise to you and everything else and to keep you on their platform longer. It all makes perfect sense. And Why so you, would you want dissenting opinions? Yeah, and so your feed, like if you're on the right, it's going to constantly show sure. you meme, like conservative memes. And right. if you're on the left, it's going to constantly show you uh, you know, left memes. Right. But then you get one meme from the other side and you just melt down. You just fall apart because you you don't talk to the other side like you used to. Or some dude you know that you went to high school with that works at the auto parts store Mm -hmm. in your hometown is talking about how he's not going to get the vaccine over his dead body. And you get into like a three-day argument with him because you believe that getting the vaccine is the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. Instead of just going, all right, well, this dude doesn't believe the same thing as I do. Okay. You know, like. (laughs) Yeah. Fine. Yeah. It's not affecting me. Right. It's not well, affecting me. And that's me. how they're going to get you, Tiny. That's how they get you. <laughs> Is they're like, well, no, it does. If he doesn't get the vaccine, he can give my grandmother, who's 96 years old, COVID, and she could pass away. Well, how about your grandmother just go get the vaccine? Yeah. Well, I, I, I hate <laughs> I get it. I'm just showing yes. you how the logic works. Right. Because you can still get it with the vaccine. Uh-huh. That's what they're going to hit you with. Then you're going to say, well, then why do I need to even get the vaccine? <laughs> you know? And, and it's like ra- never ra- ending. Round and round we go. Where hey, all of that could be eliminated <laughs> if everybody just was cool. Yes. You know, just cool about it all. Just be cool. Round and round the cobbler's bench. Yes. Well, I mean, I, I'm glad this guy thinks Jesus is woke. I wouldn't have labeled him as woke. No. You know, caring. Yes. Yeah. I think that's probably would be a good thing, and there's nothing wrong with being kind. Tell you what, he would not be as woke as you thought. Yeah, when you got to his opinions on marriage, sure. Well, <laughs> and that goes straight and gay people. You know? Yeah, I mean, I'm y'all out there living in sin. I just I mean, hate to break it to you. Jesus said, hey, "This was this was a little much for Paul, <laughs> but he said that uh, if you divorce your your wife mm-hmm. and you marry again." You're committing adultery. That's, I mean, that's he straight. Said, he did say that. That's in the red letters. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, it's authentic. It's in the red letters, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so, I mean, just keep that in in mind. Also, keep in mind another thing Jesus says is uh, any man who says to his brother, "You fool," yeah. will be in danger of hell's fire. That's right. How many times have you called somebody a fool? I'm already hot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm already hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't label him as woke. Kind, definitely. You know, I also, I mean, like, I don't know. I hate when people try to describe, prescribe, like, I I don't know. I can't even put my thoughts. Just cut all this out. Because, like. It's just I hate when people are like, "Well, Jesus was this and Jesus was that, and mm-hmm. Jesus," because he was all things to everyone, right? You know, it bothers me. It drives me off the wall. I hate the hippie Jesus portrayal mm-hmm. more than anything, and I like hippies, but it bothers me when people do that. And no one actually reads what he said. Yeah, right. No, <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. And they have some sort of loose idea. Yeah, they'll hit you with a render under Caesar every once in a while, and that's about it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Jesus said, love your neighbor. They love to throw that one on you. You all seem like you're very loving. Like, well, no, I'm not right now. I'm not Jesus. You know? <laughs> right. Like, that's why I need him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I tell you what he wouldn't do is threaten to leave his family over a shower curtain incident. <laughs> That's one thing that Jesus would not do. I'm very confident about that one. Right. In the wrong. Okay. Yeah. He may, right. Jesus may have said, let the dead bury their own dead. <laughs> Come and follow me. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. Yeah, I mean, you got to think. Like, who was it? Luke was married, wasn't he? Yeah. He yeah. Was. So, uh, I mean, no, he, no, 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 not Luke. It was Peter. Okay, yeah. Because they were staying at his mother-in-law's That's house That's right, one time. yeah. Peter yeah. was married. Peter was married. Exactly. He was just like up and left. Hey, I'm on the road, babe. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I'll see you when I get back around. <laughs> Look, this is going to be big, okay? <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> this, this this is an opportunity That's, that of would a lifetime. Be, that would be a beautiful, I mean, you couldn't do it like at our church, but just like a whole funny bit on the conversation Peter has with his wife. <laughs> with his wife. Hey, look, this guy, he just showed up out of nowhere and was like, hey, follow me, and I kind of want to. You know? I realize I'm, I'm barely paying the bills as a fisherman, <laughs> right. but what I really want to do is quit my job Gotta quit. and follow this teacher. Yeah. Now, look, I know you're here with the kids. <laughs> I'm not sure where we're going. I'm not sure when I'm getting back. But I just got a feeling. I got to tell you. <laughs> that's a, that's That could be pretty good. Yeah. You could do that on uh, – uh, what's all those funny comedian, Christian comedian, John Christ? He could do that. Yeah, he got canceled. He but did, but he's back. Is he he back don't now? care anymore. Okay. Yeah, he's back. Huh? He's still like – Clean, works clean, and everything. oh yeah, yeah. He See, just I would have came back as a bad. Boy. He just wants to date your wife. So. Yeah, I mean, hey, what's, I just he's just trying to get laid. You know, that's really yeah. what it comes. He's down a to. single man trying to you know yeah. hook up with married women. Right. Not exactly what he probably should be doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if we're going by the letter of the law here. <laughs> but yeah, he's back. He didn't hmm. care. Hmm. He just stayed canceled for a short time. Gotcha. Christians forgive. You know, we're mm-hmm. like, okay, it's fine. You've done your time. Come on out. Tell us a funny joke. Uh, is it my turn? Yes, I think so. Okay. I, yeah, I should have started this a long time ago. All right. Man donated his body to science. Company sold $500 tickets to his dissection. Okay. Wow. A Louisiana widow left is left horrified at the news that her deceased husband was dissected in front of a live paying audience after she donated his body to scientific research. Well, it was scientific research. Yeah. They just sold tickets. Sure. <laughs> make a buck, right? Elsie Saunders had carried out the wishes of her late husband, who wanted to be dissected in sure. front of a paying crowd, uh, who wanted his body donated to help advance medical science, according to the advocate. David Saunders, this is the man who, who was dissected, a World War II and Korean War veteran, died of COVID-19 on August 24th at the age of 98. Wow. He hung in there a long time. Yeah. I mean, that's, woo. Uh, donating his body was his last act of patriotism, Elsie Saunders said. But instead of being delivered to a research facility, David Saunders' body ended up at a Marriott Hotel ballroom in <laughs> Portland, Oregon. Think about that next time you stay at the Marriott. <laughs> Where, get this, DeathScience.org held an Oddities and Curiosities Expo at the October 17th event. At the Marriott? <laughs> yes. That's the most shocking part of the story. Members of the public sat ringside from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. with a break for lunch. I wonder what they had sure. for lunch. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> to watch David Saunders' body be carefully dissected. Tickets for the dissection sold 
for up to five hundred dollars per person. So okay, man, if I'd been willing to sit in the nosebleeds, I might could have got them for hundred bucks. Well, I, I'm thinking you would be like a prime <laughs> candidate for this. Right? I'm a little upset that I didn't know about this. <laughs> yeah. Now, granted, Portland, Oregon is on the other side of the country. I sure. couldn't have gone. Well, I mean, but if they ever come to Birmingham, I say, yeah, you can beat Birmingham, Atlanta, somewhere in there, <laughs> yeah. make a weekend out of it. I need to go to deathsigns.org and get on their mailing list. <laughs> the advocate noted that an online description of the event read from the external body exam to the removal of vital organs, including the brain, we will find new perspectives on how the human body can tell a story. There will be several opportunities for attendees to get an up close and personal look at the cadaver. Oh, it's already making me sick to my stomach. <laughs> I'm, I'm sold. <laughs> this is a dead man. First of all, there's a dead, naked, 98 year old man yeah. that you just paid money to look at. And well, if, I, if you're in that room and you don't think that sentence right there is weird, then you need to do some reevaluation. Well, now, John, I paid to look at his insides. <laughs> well, okay, they're going to do some with his outsides, right? <laughs> Elsie Saunders learned of the dissection from a Seattle-based reporter at King 5 who was investigating the event, and then they tracked her down. So, wow. Wow. Elsie's just, you know, watching Wheel of Fortune. (laughs) And the reporter knocks on her door, and they're like, hey, did you know that your husband, your late husband, is being dissected? I sort of think that's an unnecessary conversation to have. Right. right? Like if you find out that information, that's one of those things you just go, all right, I, I'm, I will never bring that up. I'll tell my friends that when we're yeah. having a beer one night or whatever, <laughs> but I'm never going to go to their family. A photojournalist who attended the undercover for King five had noted that the body had a bracelet with the name David Saunders. So okay. that's what he got his, that's his, what you get for giving up close looks, <laughs> yeah. you know? As far as I'm concerned, it's horrible, unethical, and I just don't have the words to describe it. Elsie Saunders told the advocate, I have all this paperwork that says his body would be used for science. Nothing about the commercialization of his death. Okay. Elsie Saunders explained that she had initially tried to donate the body to Louisiana State University, but LSU turned down the donation due to the COVID diagnosis. They didn't want uh, a COVID cadaver. Gotcha. She then connected with a private company named Med Ed Labs in Las Vegas. That sounds Med Ed. <laughs> that sounds credible. Come on down to Med Ed. <laughs> it's our Labor Day sale. <laughs> Which says that it was established to provide medical and surgical education and training for the adv- advancement of medical and surgical innovation. Sure. sure. They're just selling it to, <laughs> to just anybody. Med Ed Labs subsequently sold the body to Death Science. An administrator for MedEd Labs, Obtain Nasari, <laughs> told King5 that DeathScience.org founder Jeremy Celebrito was beyond dishonest about how the body would be used. Sure. Uh, Nasari said that he believed Colberto used, would use the body for a medical class, which, I mean, is a paying These group people. of people <laughs> considered a medical class? No. Meanwhile, he said that Med Ed was fully aware that the body was going to be used in an event attended by people who were not exclusively medical students. Sure. I.e., small time podcasters yeah. from Alabama. That's right. <laughs> that could be you, Tiny. Elsie Saunders is now hoping to have David Saunders' remains returned. So she's like, hey, I, w- I want him back now. I know y'all threw this out. Go get him out of the dumpster out back of the Marriott <laughs> and bring him back to home. I'm going to do what I should have done to start That's with. Right. I'm just going to bury him in the ground. Yeah, I'm going to put him out in a family plot. 
According to King 5, the Louisiana-based company Church Funeral Services and Crematory, which prepared the body before it was being given to Med Ed Labs, told Elsie Saunders that it would track down her husband's remains, cremate them for free, and then return them to her. We're extremely sad for this widow, Church Funeral Services owner Greg Clark told The Advocate. This is not what her intentions were. Remember, we did a story a while back about the lady getting blown up. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, blast test granny. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, that, look, if you donate your body, my aunt's donating her body, uh-huh. by the way. I, I think she's giving it to Tennessee. Yeah, but, so, uh, so, well, you know what they do in Tennessee, They right? got a body farm up there. Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, they they throw the body out there, and then they just watch how it decomposes, decomposes. so they can try to solve crimes exactly. based on what the body's conditions are when they find it and where they find right. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So... um. I think that's what she's doing. But anyway, she's donating. But just anybody, everybody know if you donate your body to science, all science are is all. a very loose term. Yes, right. <laughs> and there's no telling what they're going to do with you. I would be a little mad if they were charging to dissect my loved one. Mm-hmm. But I would probably be like, look, you're just going to have to give me all the proceeds. I was just about to say, you know? what if I was to sell tickets to my dissection on on the at the time of my death, yeah, but I want to get paid now, okay, so I can, I can come me. out and get a steam deck. I, I, I like that. <laughs> yeah. I've always thought we should be able to pre sell our organs to people, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, like I'll give you a chance on my future liver, you know, mm-hmm. if I don't drink myself to death or whatever, right? You, know, you can get it whenever I die. Mm-hmm. You got dibs, buddy, <laughs> yeah, so you know. Now, I may die before you need one because I don't exercise or eat right or anything. Mm-hmm. So, But that's the chance you're taking. So. That's the chance you're taking. All right, well, let's move on to Florida, our favorite state outside of Alabama. The headline reads, his cellmate passed too much gas, so he knocked out two teeth. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Christopher James Collin has been serving time in Monroe County Jail in the Florida Keys on a charge of failing to register as a sex offender. Okay, he's a pervert, all right? (laughs) On Thursday, he attacked his 57-year-old cellmate, beating him so badly that he knocked two of the other man's teeth out and broke one of his ribs, according to the sheriff's office. The reason for Callan's rage, he told deputies, was because his cellmate passes gas too often and doesn't give any courtesy flushes when he's using the toilet. Mm. That's what the sheriff's office said in a press release. That's a quote from the <laughs> from the sheriff's office, which the PR guy down there has to be like, can't believe I'm writing this down to send out. Um, the other man who the sheriff's office did not name was taken to the medical center in the Lo- Lower Keys Medical Center for treatment of his injuries. So, and this dude was originally arrested back in September for failure to register as a sex offender. So he does not like people passing gas <laughs> and his, and you better mix some water in when you <laughs> or he's go gonna knock your teeth out. He's gonna knock your teeth out. <laughs> I, I'm sure he was warned several times. Are we? Are we sure? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't want to give the sex offender the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> You're right. Probably not the best thing to do. <laughs> now that I think about it, that's it, right? You're done with that's all it. your stories. Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about Cajun Curl. We want to thank our sponsor, World Famous Cajun Curl Spice. For their support, check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice right there on their website. 
Now, it was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on anything will change your life. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice, and you can also find recipes there that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own all on the website. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Vowels Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Mart in downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurleen Wallace Boulevard in Northport. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of the Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out on their website, CajunCurl.com, and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. And with that discount, you could renew your Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could renew your Patreon with that discount. Yeah. And, uh... And that's it. That's the end of the ad. <laughs> we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you pay full price. Except for Patreon. <laughs> Except for Patreon. All right, John, you want to listen to our voicemail? Sure. Our voicemail this week comes from Kevin. Hey, guys. This is Kevin from Where is the Line? I'm mostly just calling to say bye to you guys. I resigned from the University of Alabama and took a remote job with a more academic school that doesn't even have a football. Yeah, I don't want to get started, but I think if you're if you're going to choose a school to go to, presumably you're going to be going there for an education, and an indicator of a good place to get an education is probably not a place that their highest paid teacher teaches football. So anyway, I reside from the University of Alabama. Uh, I am somewhere in Tennessee, I believe, right now. Uh, I saw a uh, billboard with a spelling error on it, so I'm pretty sure I'm correct about that. But I'm on my way to my new residence in Kansas City. Uh, So I want to tell you guys bye for one. Number two, uh, why can't either of you say Massachusetts? There's a whole bunch of S's and A's in the middle that you guys leave out. Massachusetts is a hard word. Lay off. We can't all be as smart as you, Kevin. Kevin's from Walker County, you know, but he doesn't have like a Walker County voice, which I respect about him. You know, I got a Walker County accent. I just can't. I I just can't. The Lord gave me many talents. Pronouncing words is not one of them. We're doing our best. Doing our best. And then also, uh, I'm wondering why I couldn't buy a Philip king size mattress from John Long. I went to where he works. I asked the lady if John was there because I wanted to buy a mattress specifically from him. Uh, she said John was in the back. And then I told the lady that I was there to get in a fight with John. And the expression on her face didn't indicate that she knew that I was kidding. Um, and I guess maybe I never said that I was kidding, so that might have had something to do with it. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I've enjoyed knowing you guys. 
you're fantastic. Your podcast is still my favorite podcast, which is strange considering, you know, that I'm a, a heathen. I'm probably your number one heathen fan. Uh, but anyway, you guys uh, have a great show. You're hilarious. Uh, I hope you keep going. I'll keep listening to it. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. See ya. Uh, yeah, I saw a Facebook post from Kevin. I think today, uh, apparently he's liking Kansas City, so I would just like Kevin to know that we wish him the best. I respect that. Uh, now, personally, I like it here in Tuscaloosa, but I tell you what, I've got roots here, and yeah. it would be nice to you know, have the, the courage to just you don't like your station in life, you just up and yeah. go do something else. That's what. Yeah. That's freedom, baby. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I'm happy for Kevin. Mm-hmm. You know, a uh, little resentful because he made it out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just slightly resentful. But uh, I'm glad for him. Mm-hmm. And he was incredibly kind in what he said about our podcast, considering he has an extremely professional podcast. Yes. And he can pronounce Massachusetts. Yeah, and he can say words like Massachusetts, <laughs> which I cannot say. I don't know. But uh, Kevin's a good dude, and you know, I'm sure wherever he is, at whatever loser school without a football team he is at, <laughs> will we'll love and enjoy him for all he can do. And St. Louis, great food, great city. Mm-hmm. I was stranded in St. Louis for like two days back in the summer of 1996. Got into a Royals game on a dollar bill, so... You know, I hope you enjoy it. And I hope that you enjoy Kansas City. I hope you have lots of fun. hope you get settled in. And maybe, I I realize things are are busy right now, but maybe when you get settled down, maybe do another episode of that podcast. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I would like to find one with a lower line that I can enjoy (laughs) more. You know? Well, I was about to say, he, it's, it's been a while. It's been a little it's, bit. It's been a little bit. He's been, been a, he's been busy. He's been in a period he's of transition. Extremely busy. Yes. And so now he's out of under the thumb of Nick Saban, as all of us in Tuscaloosa <laughs> are. And he has freedom, and I'm sure the episodes will roll on in. Yeah. Yeah. And if we make it big, Kevin, I mean, you know, who knows? Maybe you're like our... Uh, you know, you're the Jamie guy on Joe Rogan or something <laughs> that Tiny wants to have so bad. Because Kevin not only sounds great, he's super funny and he's intelligent. He's everything the show is missing. Really. <laughs> yeah, he really is. <laughs> and so I hate him move. We could have brought him on as a third yeah. person, which would have escalated my slow fade away from this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's that. Uh, Kevin, hate to see you go, but yeah. we wish you the best. Yeah, no, he's going to do fine. What do you say we talk some questions now? Okay. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. We like to ask John Long questions on this show. If you would like to ask him questions, you can head on over to our Patreon. Or no, you can head on over to our <laughs> you, Discord you server. You can go to the Patreon, you can go to the Patreon too. too. If you need to renew a membership <laughs> or join, <laughs> patreon.com slash earthauditing. That's, that's correct. Also, our our links have been acting kind of funky. Oh yeah. So 
you may have to copy and paste it and not just Ooh, wow. click it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to figure Man, out what the problem is. But ghetto podcast, you know, <laughs> I actually are. like it though. You know, <laughs> yeah. like I've been listening to a couple other podcasts, uh-huh. and I'm like, man, these guys really got their act together compared <laughs> to us. <laughs> I enjoy ours more than theirs, though. So. Yeah, content is king. Sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Our first question comes from Raytheon. If you could put any spread. If you could put any spread in a tube like toothpaste, what would you choose? I would choose caramelized onion. Oh, I mean, this is an easy one. Pimento cheese, baby. <laughs> Pimento cheese yeah. in a tube. Right. Yeah. Why isn't that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> like maybe we need to invent it. That we yeah. need to invent that. If Pimento. it was in like a like a, a mayonnaise squeeze bottle, we call you just it, squeeze it on your bread. We call it fermentube. <laughs> fermentube cheese. Oh, uh, that's where it's at right there. I think we just stumbled onto something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's our Bobo says roll tide. That wasn't really a roll question, tide. but does it matter? Roll tide. I mean, you just have to say it. Hanging on. I mean, man, golly. hanging in there. <laughs> well, like I put on Facebook, if we're the number two team in the nation, I would like to know what nation they're referring to. <laughs> this is not the United States. Which, by the way, Missouri. You went to the game. No, actually. What? Yeah. No. I was excited for you. I was, but. Uh, I was I was looking forward to seeing those selfies look, on Facebook of y'all at the game. <laughs> Once we, once I showed Deidre where section NN was in the stadium and where that seat was, she was like, nah, I think I'll pass. <laughs> who got the tickets? Uh, I don't know who she gave them to, somebody okay. she works with. Huh. But yeah, it was, uh, it, Deidre's like, I don't, I don't want to have to walk all the way up there and then sit in the cold and walk all the way back. And it's like, that's fine with me, babe. Mm. I would have died at that game anyways. <laughs> so if I was there in person, because you know, like when you're, but they, we pulled it out though. We did. They we pulled did. it out. But you know, like when you're at an event, like a concert game or whatever, you could just feel the energy yes. of people around you. It's an amazing thing. Yes. You know, that you to experience. And you could have been screaming on third down. I would When it was imperative <laughs> I that they not get a first down. I know. Which, our crowd really let me down. Just listen on TV. I'm saying this is somebody who didn't go, mind you. John didn't even go, and you're like, that crowd. I mean, yeah, you guys should have stepped it up. You could have been a bigger factor in the game. So anyways, yeah, I would have died at that game. I don't think our team's very good. I, 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 I think see- our team is good. Yes. But they are not as good as Alabama teams right. of the past. Do you want to know who's as good as an Alabama team in the past? Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> yes, they are. I, 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 I fully believe Auburn will beat us. I'm going on the record right now. Arkansas may beat us, but I fully believe Auburn will beat us, mm-hmm. which is going to be kind of good because I don't want to get destroyed by Georgia in the SEC championship <laughs> game. They are going to embarrass whoever they play. Yeah, They are really, really good. Really good. Yeah. With their backup quarterback. But, hey, you know what? They could have an off game. Could. I mean, that's why you play them. Right? That's yes. why we lace them up, Tiny. Yes. That's why they they kick it off. Let's say Alabama slipped up, so yeah. they fell to A&M. It's all right. We are going to be monsters next year. You mm-hmm. know, we got a pretty young team across the board, lost a lot of people. We're going to be monsters next year. So let everybody have their fun <laughs> right now. And talk about how yeah. the great – 
Alabama has fallen. Oh yeah, we're on, we're in the decline. And the all dynasty that. is over. Yeah, Saban's I'm lost it a now. step. The yeah. dynasty is over. That's my account us out. <laughs> we are going to be so good next year. Keep in mind, as we say all this, we're ranked number two. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I'm, I don't know why. I don't know. Why. I don't think we should be number two. But maybe I like. Well, who are you going to put ahead of? Well, us, I know though? that's the thing. That's like, the thing. I don't know. I definitely not Cincinnati. Right. I, Cincinnati people need to shut up. You know, like if you're a Cincinnati fan. <laughs> you're getting on our nerves. Good for you. You know, I'm glad you're that, having a great year. That's cute. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I'm sorry that you play in a not great conference. Yeah. So. Uh, our last question comes from Nicole, and she asks, what size Sailor Moon T-shirt would you need? I think she's going to send you one. <laughs> An extra large for sure. <laughs> Yes. All right. That'll do it for questions. Again, if you have any questions, we have a Discord server link in the show notes. Join up. <laughs> yeah. And if you're already a member, but maybe need to renew your payment information, you can do that too. Sure. That's always a good idea. <laughs> Speaking of payment information, before we end this free show, John, we got to thank our patrons. That's right. We do. <laughs> we thank you all. So much. Listen for your name. <laughs> we would like to especially thank those who donate at the 10 or above tier, because they're the ones who really support this, That's right. this endeavor. Sure. They think we're going places. That's right. They think one day we'll be able to make money and pay Kevin to move back to Alabama. Sure. And Join our, our podcast. Our Jamie. Yes. <laughs> those fine, fine individuals are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Kara Wisco, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Shane White. <laughs> that scared me last week, by the way. <laughs> I wasn't ready for it. Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and of course, Mr. Mike Wilcox, That's right. a.k.a. Mick Will. Mick Will. We all thank you so much for supporting what we do. If you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earthoddity. We have several different tiers, but if you sign up at the $5 tier, you get an extended show every single week and once a month, regularly once a month, sure. you get an exclusive patrons-only episode. Never miss a beat on it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that's patreon.com slash earthoddity. Extend your oddity. There we go. And speaking of extensions, what do we got coming up in the extension today, John? I'm going to talk about a woman who found a satanic sex cult in a bathroom. Okay. I'm going to talk about a Kentucky woman who stabbed her cousin. Okay. There we go. <laughs> family good old, feud. Good old Kentucky. <laughs> family feud. <laughs> why, why do you think this woman stabbed her cousin, John? They were fighting over the last Oxycontin. Survey said... <laughs> Uh, you can head on over to patreon.com if you want to get that but as for the free show I believe that'll about do it you got anything else to say before we cut this off no I just appreciate everybody listening we love y'all you're all wonderful people much better people than I am and I say that with sincerity that's not (laughs) joking so You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, which you probably don't get us from there anymore. Nobody does. Google Podcasts, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, we're on all those. Apple shadow banners. They're afraid of (laughs) us. They won't even send my text to John anymore. That's right. (laughs) We did like two stories on QAnon, and they banned us. That was my bad. (laughs) 
If you would like to write into the show, we are Earth Oddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. We have show art that you can check out. That is underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. We have a Discord server, link in the show notes, and we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? That number is 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. All right, patrons, here we are. Another extension of your oddity. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. There we go. Should have planned something out to say, but... I didn't. I tell you what, uh, I'm working nights this week. Okay. And uh, have you ever had to work midnights? No, or? Tiny, I've never. <laughs> okay. No, I was.